0: all ends is me holding five ice cream cones and playing Mario Kart GP and you can't argue with that this is we have concerns hi jeff canada hi anthony carboni hello concerned citizens
1: well speaking of flavor taste oh i love that's, that's love my favorite kind taste. of flavor right yeah delicious flavor taste and my favorite um, kind of taste i have a question for you anthony carboni i would love to Something answer that I do for you do not know about you we have over the Lifetime of this show. We, we, we've talked about favorite sweets. We, I mean, it's one of our favorite topics, talking yeah. about delicious yum-yums that are going our tum-tums.
0: Listen, when you're two guys that are as boring as we are, <laughs> you, you take the excitement where you can, and where we can right. is sugar. We, uh, I never, never in my life did I imagine I would grow up to be this straight-laced of a boring dude, and here I am. And I'm very happy being this boring dude, but I do show loves me my sugar. Loves
1: you your sugar. Uh, Same, same with me. Uh, It is a delight uh, that I am unable to resist. But let me ask you this question. This is something I do not know about you. Do you, Anthony Carboni, Mm. like sour stuff, sour patch kids, for example? Are you into it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll eat a sour patch kid. Um, I don't, it depends on how sour.
1: We're right. into like the, what's the, the one that is like, it'll make your face pucker. It'll destroy it. Like a oh, atomic, nuclear nuclear warheads
0: or atomic warheads. Yeah. yeah. I used to, I mean, I used to be very into them. Uh, when I was, when I was a youth, I can't imagine, I can't imagine eating a whole one voluntarily these days, an atomic warhead, yeah, you- but I love us. I love a bag of sour patch kids. If you set that in front of me, that's gone. Um, I'll oh, do a sour beer it, every once in a while, but not in like a, it's not, it's not the thing I always order. You know, those it's guys go
1: to, but you'll enjoy it.
0: I'll have a sour beer every once in a while. If somebody's like, Oh, they have a really good sour beer here. I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. See, right. I'm not,
1: I'm not a sour patch kids guy. No, I, I would never, I would never choose. The, I will take almost any other candy over that. If it's the only thing with any sugar in it, I'll probably eat it. But, uh, that's because I'm addicted to sugar, but, uh, yeah, I'm not into the sour, the sour stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is a story sent to us by I hate to even mention it, but Old Cahoots himself, Jeff Anglestein.
0: Can I tell you, Jeff Anglestein, Old Cahoots? We did a we did a bit a couple weeks ago where I was like, "How come you're getting all the grift? You're you're running the grift, and you're getting all the pay the payola." Uh huh. And I old was Cahoots. doing it as a yeah. bit, and and Cahoots messaged me on Discord, and he was like, hey, I'll send you a game if you want me to- like, I'm sorry, I'll send you a <laughs> game. Hey, you mean, offered you that payola? I was like, I was like, oh no, I didn't mean to actually guilt cahoots. <laughs> That's, see what a decent guy he is. He's, see that? I mean, look, it's still, listen, even, even the nicest of people can get caught up in a life of crime. <laughs> All sorry. it takes is one bad day. Haven't you ever read The Killing Joke?
1: Of course, of course. Uh, Anyway, this is a story, this is from The Atlantic, and it is all about sour. You know that we have five categories of taste. Yes. Sweet, salty, bitter, savory, what some people call umami, and sour. Those are the five big categories of taste. The five families. the fi- Yes, they will destroy you in each in a different way. Yeah,
0: you must uh, you must talk to the boss of each of the five families if you want the most delicious of treats.
1: I see you've come to me to discuss salty. <laughs> <laughs> On this, the day of my wa- daughter's wedding. Hey, can I tell uh, you? Can I, I got to do a different voice? <laughs> hey,
0: can I tell you something? If you yeah. ever want to make, uh. If you ever want to make a, like a white guy in his 40s or up happy just give him an excuse to do a godfather voice. <laughs> Honestly, just give him an opening. Just and it, it like just give him an opening to do a godfather voice, he'll be happy for hours. He'll laugh and laugh that he got to do a Brando. That'll be like a thing for him. It is okay. such a small little thing. Didn't it just make you feel great?
1: I mean, it did until I lost the voice somehow. somehow you can't stop harping hideous. on that. You're the only one who cares. Didn't you have <laughs> such a good time? It was. And you'll be fun. thinking it's about it funny. later today.
0: You might even try to do a Brando again later today because it's in your head.
1: I swallowed the bug. That's my favorite line from that. <laughs> the <optics>. uh, uh, <laughs> that's not from God, obviously it's from
0: That's that a God. little, God. but, but anyway. that's just
1: a little tip to anybody listening. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. So we know evolutionarily why we have categories of taste for the most part. We know that sweet and sugary things we crave, creatures crave because it gives us caloric intake. We need calories. We need that sugar. We need to seek it out. And so our body makes it taste really, really great so that we seek it out. We know that we want that umami, that that savory taste to give us proteins because the proteins that are savory they are delicious. They keep us alive. So mm-hmm. our body craves those flavors. Right. Salt is essential for bodies to stay in fluid balance and for nerve cells right. to signal. So we want that saltiness. Now, of course, and- modern
0: food has takes huge, huge advantage of that by right. by by faking those tastes and those flavors, either chemically or through an abundance of sugar and salt, giving our bodies the, too much of a thing that we're supposed to
1: right Which of is- course but 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 this is like in nature humans mm-hmm. and other creatures have these these sensations in order to fill out their diets so you're you're incentivized to fill out your diets in ways that are beneficial and then on the other side of the coin bitterness is a flavor that actually you you sense things that are bitter because usually those things are poisonous <laughs> or you know you, you want to stay away from the bitter taste it is unpleasant because that's the rancid kind of, um, the flavor to not eat. It, it mm-hmm. disincentivizes creatures, including humans yeah. from eating stuff that is, you know, rancid. But that brings us to sour. And scientists literally have no friggin' clue as to why we even have the sensation of sour. And that's the central idea in this article that I find fascinating. They call it the paradox of sour. No one knows why we even have a sensation of sourness. And get this, Anthony, get this. We have not found a single vertebrate, a backbone species that has lost the ability to identify sour acidic foods.
0: So the theory here is that evolutionarily, it's needed for something.
1: It's necessary. Every creature. So check this out. So there are lots of creatures. Cats are one uh-huh. hyenas, otters, lots of other carnivores that no longer sense a sugary, sweet taste. They've lost that ability. They evolved oh, that's heartbreaking. Out of, isn't that sad? That's why cats, you don't. they don't care about sh- sugar. You know, is, give them a give them, give them a uh, catnip is what they want. That's awful. I know.
0: That's awful. What have we done? What have we done by by I don't think we did it? We domesticated we do it? them and we destroyed it in them. I don't think that we did that.
1: We probably we did we just it. Withheld sugar? I don't no. think. I don't think we withheld it. We just. I mean, we explain just explain otters and hyenas. Then we just we they just also can't.
0: We did it. We we domesticated we the hyena.
1: It's all of those house otters that everyone has. Oh, that ruined sugar tastes. It's the house otter. Yo, from your mouth to God's ears.
0: That sounds like one of those animals that I want to have as a pet that I really shouldn't have. Like, it would be detrimental to the
1: animal. But, like,
0: what if you had a big enough backyard?
1: They have an otter, yeah, did you teach it to balance a ball on its nose because I feel like that's like key, otter oh,
0: for trick. sure, and a little clown yeah. hat, yeah, listen, <laughs> absolutely. One time I looked up what it takes to have a Fennec fox as a pet,
1: uh-huh, it
0: turns out they don't want to be your pet.
1: no, you no, have to have
0: acres don't. of land, and you have to you have to make fences so high, and then not only do the fences have to be high, they have to go deep into the ground. <laughs> Because they'll burrow. <laughs> they
1: don't want to love you. No. No. And and I feel like building a fence like that is not love, Anthony. I think that's the key understanding uh, you need to get well, to.
0: Well, I mean.
1: <laughs> that's not love. Uh, well then building why am, am I trying to keep them both... in
0: so much if I didn't love them? <laughs> uh-huh. Why am I yeah. trying to why am I trying to keep them close to me at all times instead of doing what they want to do if it was if it's not love?
1: Okay. Jeffrey. I mean, certainly uh perspective. Okay, so we uh, so, we
0: ruined cats by so limiting their their
1: they can't they can't uh taste sugar anymore. Giant pandas no longer taste that umami savory
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, sensation, that flavor. Huh. Uh and and uh dolphins get this dolphins, the uh the wise old dolphin? Yeah. So long and thanks for all the fish, that dolphin? Sure. They can't experience sweetness or savoriness well they swallow their food whole they don't even taste it i'd say that that's
0: their punishment for not understanding consent if i'm honest <laughs> wise old Check dolphins the they're so smart why don't they understand consent jeff
1: they they also don't understand uh, uh bitter so dolphins dolphins are living a, a pretty uh tasteless existence. Well, you know if I mean? you,
0: if you swallow all of your food whole, I mean, it would just make sense that you wouldn't like over time.
1: Why would you need, why would you need it? You're wasting it. Yeah, exactly. But why would you want to keep eating? I guess you have hunger. I guess it's just a hunger sensation that you're satiating. Wait, people eat, but I,
0: people eat strictly out of hunger and not out of a need to feel. Is that what you're telling I mean, me? I don't. I don't. Yeah. It seems <laughs> I, weird to I, me. I, I can't relate to that. No, in any me neither. Way. Can I can I posit a theory here, Jeff? Sure. I think these animals can still taste sour because it makes for the funniest TikToks.
1: Well, we know that evolution has uh... <laughs> It has selected for TikTok. We know that. Yeah. Over time. It's, it's only one explanation for TikTok. Yeah. They, and so they can survive.
0: So they can survive as influencers. I just I just feel like if you think about what's the best animal video to watch or even a ch- mm. or even a baby video, it's like when you give a baby or an animal a lemon. And they're just like, yeah. oh, you're sharing food with me. And it's funny for two reasons. It's funny because of the little face they make because of the sour. And it's funny because um, you're abusing the trust of a simple creature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and that turned funny you looking funny. For sustenance and you gave it a, a, a pucker. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're, the, you're one of the living things that I love and trust the most in life. Thank uh-huh. you for sharing this with me. Fuck you, man. What have you done? <laughs> what have you given me?
1: What is wrong with my
0: face? Yeah. Surely you didn't do this to me. You couldn't have known. You thought you were yeah. giving me good food. No, we're I did We're in didn't. this together. I knew. No, I did it on
1: purpose. I knew. I knew. Oh, that explains why you were recording it on your iPhone. TikTok. Get wrecked,
0: kid. And or otter. <laughs>
1: So, I've just outlined a number of animals that have lost sensation, I evolved out of having any kind of flavor taste in specific categories. And yet, despite that, all of them sense sour. They all sense sour, Anthony. There must be something special about sour that we need it. Why? So bitter no is poison. So bitter
0: is poison. Sweet and salty are our fat and protein. Life. Life, yeah. yeah. (sighs) What would sour
1: mean? I mean, could it be another danger marker? Well, here's the weird part it's not consistent across species or even intra species whether they like sour or not. So, like you, you dig some Sour Patch Kids. Sure. I don't like it. And the same is true in the animal kingdom. Some animals kind of dig sour. Some animals don't. Get away, get that away from me. Give a sheep to a, uh, give a lemon to a sheep. And the sheep says it tastes bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what is up with that? Now we know that sour is basically a rough proxy for low pH. The, Presence of acid. Okay. The citrus and lemons. The, the, the patch in the kids. Exactly. <laughs> the patch in the kids. Uh the acidic in, in vinegar. Uh, we do not need sour to live, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas we do need protein and, and calories to, to thrive. But we don't need, we don't need any of that to live. But there is one theory that says, hey, Maybe it's literally to stave off scurvy. (laughs) We like just because humans about 70 million years ago. Or. I think that was what it was. uh, Humans basically evolved out of being to synthesize their own vitamin C. Mm. So at at, at one point in our evolution. We. We. Yeah, so, yeah, our our ancestors about 60 to 70 million years ago lost the ability to synthesize our own vitamin C. Okay, so 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 that's why we can get scurvy if you don't have, you know, lemons or or oranges or citrus, right? Right, right, but we're not pirates. We're not pirates, and also, there are animals that still can synthesize vitamin C That that still to have the sour taste. So that oh. kind of doesn't explain it.
0: Maybe are we not getting enough vitamin C? Are the commercials? Man, you're
1: not. I, your mom, by the way, asked me to tell you. Yeah. I'm definitely not.
0: I keep trying to vitamins. tell her that mm-hmm. you can't take a 500 milligram vitamin C pill or a thousand milligram vitamin C pill because number one, that's way more vitamin C than you need. And number two, you don't, need a, you don't even absorb most of it mm-hmm. at once. When you take the pill out and she goes, do you know what my mother said to me about that, Jeff? She said, good, then it evens out. Take the pill. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe? That does sound like She her. fucking knocked me out, dude. She gave me the <laughs> one-two punch. I, I was like, it's too much vitamin C and you can't absorb it all anyway. And she's like, good, absorb the part that you can. Take the pill. That's yeah. why they give
1: you too much. Also, no back talk. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that.
0: No back talk. I don't, no back talk. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So, so oh, it's not so, vitamin so, C. It's not some sort of danger marker. What are some other theories? Well,
1: the, the most prevalent theory, the sort of meta theory of all of this is that it may not be one thing across all species. Sure. That it may be a lot of different things that have Kept it around uh, uh, in different species. The right? answer may For, be more subtle and complex. All right. Blah,
0: right.
1: That's stupid. But here are, here are some other.
0: No, uh, science is, uh, is a bunch of cowards. Tell me why <laughs> immediately, cowards.
1: Give me the answer and then I can move on with okay. my day. One, two, I don't three, this now. <laughs> One, two, three, yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Uh, there's also, you know, sour is, is caused when, uh, when foods ferment, you know, you talked about liking sour beer, Hmm. uh, fermentation adds that tangy taste that also is a little sugary. And there's some, some theories that say that, uh, that sour mixed with a little sugary sort of indicates, you know, evolutionarily that there is sort of a beneficial microbe that's happening, uh, that actually is beneficial. No, there's nothing useful in our digestion.
0: No, because sour patch kids don't have that.
1: Sour patch kids don't, but if you think about like kimchi or sauerkraut or yogurt, even, Mm -hmm. uh, it may be a marker for fermentation that is sort of like helpful in selecting an overripe fruit that is sort of started to ferment and actually is beneficial for your internal digestion
0: i do love the idea of fermented and finely aged sour patch kids can we talk <laughs> about the market for that for a second can we discuss yeah. the market for a for a complex adult can we're talking about sour patch adults yeah okay these sour are patch these are adults sour like patch it. adults these are these are aged we could say that they're aged and age them in whiskey casks people love that shit <laughs> if you
1: age one finely aged candy
0: yeah Yeah. if you age one thing in the barrel of another thing that was aged people love Mm. that shit they do
1: yeah they eat that right up and they will I think we could uh, I think we could make a fortune on Sour Patch adults think about this think about how
0: silly the packaging to Sour Patch Kids is right and it's got like the you know fun bright colors and like the weird kid with like the crossed eyes he's like oh it's so sour
1: yeah nah Age it up. We age it up. We mature it. We make it. We classy and make it classy. Think
0: about right? Think about a package of Andes mints. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Yeah. The, the Andes chocolate mints that they give you at a at a fine steakhouse or uh, well,
1: or like Burt's Bees uh, the, the lip lip balm. Right. It's like a. It's not. It's right. not. It's not chapstick. Right. It's like a more refined right. kind of. This
0: is. We're a, talking a, about a serif font. We're talking yes. about a
1: subtle color scheme. A gentleman's candy. It's
0: a gentleman's candy. It's a sour patch adult. This is something <laughs> this is in a, it's an it's an aperitif. It's an after dinner candy. Yes. Yeah. It's a candy for after 5 p.m.
1: Mhm. You you serve it with a nice port.
0: You can put it in a martini glass like Nick Cage did with his jelly beans and Ghost Rider.
1: Yeah. That's a classy candy. Instead of being in the shape of, you know, ridiculous little kids, it's in the shape of well-dressed adults.
0: Or stocks. Stocks. (laughs) Stock? It's in the shape of a stock. Yeah, it's in the shape of a (laughs) stock or a deed.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Sour Patch adults. Sour Patch adults, hit me up. You've actually hit on something that's in this article. Which Did is, we not come up with Sour a,
0: Patch Adults?
1: Did no, they come no, up no. with that we, that's first? That's ours. That's copyright trademark. Okay, but uh, we have concerns. I'm going to mail that idea the, to myself. Yeah, you can't steal it, <laughs> listeners. We already own it. Uh, the uh, <laughs> there there is a, a portion of this article though that goes into how there is an uh, an actually a a surprisingly large variation in sour preference based on age. Like it is true that little kids tend to prefer sour more than adults do. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, kids go for stronger tastes, right? And and the theory behind that has always been like, the reason why kids love sugar and love salt so much more than like an adult does. Like, you know, a kid can eat a candy where if you and I tried to eat it, we'd be like, oof, that's, I can, you know, like I can feel the sugar in that in my teeth. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Yeah. But kids love that because, they're looking for those, uh, for those scant uh, nutrients even more than we are because they need to grow 18
1: times their size in a period <laughs> of years.
0: So, yeah. so I also more- think,
1: I mean, as a, as a person who has two small kids, mm-hmm. I've also observed that kids just want stimulation on a certain level. Like yeah. my two kids will just spin around in a circle until they collapse and cannot spin around anymore right? I spin around one time. I feel nauseated. I want to sit down and rest. I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel dizzy. It is the most unpleasant sensation I can imagine. Mm -hmm. My kids are like dizzy. Let's do it. Spin me around again. So, you know, I think the kids on a certain level just want like, just give me sensation that I've never had before. Well, it's, I, I
0: found out, I read recently that like, if my dog is laying on the bed and it's or on the couch and it's like hanging its head off, you know how dogs will like hang their head off of things when yeah. they lay down, they're apparently letting the blood rush to their head. Cause they're bored.
1: <laughs> like, it's like that thing you did in the, on the playground where a kid would like just press your chest and try to make you pass out. Yeah, Or you
0: like, just like <laughs> huff and puff until you like, until you <laughs> fell over. Like yeah. I have a, oh, Jeff, I literally have a chip in my front tooth from doing that as a kid. <laughs> Just collapsing and landing on your face. I was just trying to, I, buddy, I was trying to ride the dragon my whole life. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think there is some, it's a mix, right? Like kids want, just want stimulation and feeling any way mm-hmm. possible. Cause everything is just like new and exciting and cool. And also like, they gotta, they gotta have that protein to grow. They gotta eat you out of house and home to grow. So right. they're looking for that. But like, the sour thing, if sour legitimately has no purpose that we can find, it is interesting that kids want sour more because that would that would say to me that there's something that kids need more than we do that requires right. them to hunt down sour.
1: Right. What? Right. What? What is it? Well, we what do you what need? It is. We don't know. Maybe kids are highly prone to scurvy. I don't know. Oh man,
0: I've I seen don't know. A, I've seen a kid's hair and teeth fall right out. <laughs> Certainly the teeth.
1: That's why we don't let kids serve on pirate ships anymore. You no, know, my understanding. It's illegal to shanghai a child now, <laughs> but only a child. Only a child.
0: You can uh, have a trap door in any bar you want in the city, as long as it's not a bar for children.
1: That was uh, the the uh, <laughs> seminal court case, uh, People v. Uh, no, you got it, Jack Sparrow. People v. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It took me a second.
0: Did people get Shanghai right. in the in the? It's been so long since know. I've watched a Pirates There's of the Caribbean
1: pirate. movie. Don't don't revisit them. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, another, another, well, this, <laughs> is Depp, this is a this is a Depp free home now. So you know, yeah, you don't want Depp. You, you don't want you don't want Depp. Uh, the uh, the other interesting another interesting tidbit in this article is that fish mm. uh, who also seem to uh, have a sensitivity to acidic, right? They have taste buds in their mouth, but also have taste buds that are freckled all over their bodies. So basically a, a fish that. is a big swimming tongue.
0: Oh, I hate that. And I hate that for them. Yeah. I mean, I know for yeah. them it's every day and they, don't, they probably don't see it as a, as a negative, but I got to tell you, not being able to taste everything I touch is such a
1: boon that I don't think about. Oh, yeah. You don't realize how uh, fortunate you are not to taste everything you're just casually moving past. Oh, my gosh.
0: And I mean, listen, for the last two years, I've mostly been in my own house, which is still still, like, I don't want to do that. But like, (laughs) God, being out in the world and tasting every single thing you touch. Worst power.
1: Sorry, fish. Well, you know, evidently some of those receptors on the outside of their bodies can sense that acidicness. So you. So. Basically, they can sense sour in the environment around them. And there is some theory that they need that. They, it, they can sense uh, the water that they're swimming in being rich or poor in carbon dioxide. Oh, and then like, that a, helps.
0: like a dad, like a dad with a little test kit at the pool, <laughs> exactly. just constantly looking at the pH of the water.
1: Exactly. That's what a fish is. A fish is just like, there's like sw- a little tongue swimming around them, just, well, a, bunch, just right, a bunch, just a bunch of little dads
0: being like, mm, got to add a couple wow. more chlorine. Nope. Nobody swims yeah. today. Exactly.
1: What are you doing? Uh, Dad? So, you know, if, if we evolved from things that swam in the ocean, right. If we all, you know, think about that evolution mm-hmm. drawing of which things I'm sure, crawling out of the ocean. Which some
0: of us did. Yeah. I mean, some of us, yeah. some of us. I'm not going to say uh, all of us. Cause
1: I don't know. Maybe some of us evolved so, from something cooler. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, So maybe, you know, maybe that that sort of just persisted. But Mm. again, there has to be a reason or one assumes there would be a reason that it is ubiquitous in nature. And my favorite part of this article is that they they go into how difficult it is to do taste tests on non-human species. Yeah, because how do you like... How do you know? How do you know? You can't ask them if they like the taste of that. You know, there's no... If it's a there's TikTok
0: no, and it's like a dog and a dog licks a lemon, you know, it immediately goes, "Oh, you know, like but that's a right, dog." Right? What do you do for a fish?
1: There's no uh, And how do you no rub fish. a lemon on a
0: fish without just getting hungry?
1: <laughs> exactly. A, yeah.
0: A little rosemary on that fish. Oh, so good. You're done with the experiment, baby? It's mealtime. Here's an experiment. Uh, how
1: delicious are you? Very delicious. It turns out always the problem is, yeah, when you do taste tests uh, and you're the one who's getting hungry, never do a taste test on, a, on an animal when you're hungry. That's the lesson. It's like you should always eat before you go to the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. It's the same if thing. If you're a scientist, <laughs> if you're a scientist and you need to rub a lemon on a fish, do not do it on an empty stomach. <laughs> no, it's, it's
0: bad. It's bad. And do not, do not write your thesis on the interaction between butter and lobsters. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You're gonna, I mean, because you're gonna, you're gonna eat all the results.
1: There's gonna be no data. Oh yeah, that's why there's literally no studies on nougat. That's right. Because just, they just no, they've never gotten to the write-up phase. No. <laughs> can you just buy? Delicious. Can you just buy nougat? I think you can. I think you can buy. What nougat. if I just
0: wanted to get like a tub of nougat? I think you can get a tub of nougat. That's I think wild. you can just
1: order I, order
0: nougat. I should not be allowed to do that. So they're trying. So they can't accurately gauge, like they can't, they can't give a, a fish a card from one to 10 and be like, how sour is this? How, ta- how strong no. is this taste?
1: No, what they do is they usually have two types of water. They have plain water. And, and sparkling,
0: have... but it's an upsell.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's so annoying when they just bring you the sparkling without asking, <laughs> especially if you're a fish. Um, no, they have flavored water, which is usually infused with something in one of those five categories, right? A, a bitter thing, a sweet thing, a salty thing, and a mommy thing. Um, but and, and, then, and then you're like, well, what does the animal prefer? Does it prefer the plain water? Or does it prefer the flavored water? But it's like, we don't know. That's like saying, hey, I made this water taste like meat oh, you must not like meat because you didn't drink the water. It's like, no, I just don't want meat water, (laughs) you know? We have no no idea if the animal just is like, that water tastes weird (laughs) or if they literally (laughs) don't like the taste of meat, you know? (laughs) So it's problematic to say the least. Yeah, yeah, I get that. If you gave me plain water or meat water, I'm going to take the plain water, but I love meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, man,
0: that's tricky. You know, you, you're not offering me a peanut butter and uh, a peanut butter and chocolate situation, right? You know, these are not two tastes that great that taste great together. This is this is bad. <laughs> uh, one of the first things I ever did for an audio production class that I had to take in college was a commercial for Steak Two O, hmm. and it was literally just a just an athlete's water with. With steak in it, with real bits of gristle, <laughs> oh, it's the most God. disgusting thing I can think of. It was just like thick water, right? It's so gross. Yeah. And like, how? Yeah. yeah. So no, why would you want to do that?
1: That's uh, that's that's the best that that science has come up with for testing what an animal likes. Is like, well, we'll make the water taste salty. Do they like salty water? No. Yeah, if they're ocean ocean fish,
0: they love salt water. If they're (laughs) freshwater fish, they hate salt water. This is not the science you think it is, science. (laughs) Right. You're not sciencing
1: the way you're supposed to. Yeah. So here's the the quote. It says, an avoidance of somewhat acidic water, i.e. sour water, might not say all that much. Maybe it's just missing something crucial that would make the sour taste be more palatable. Yeah, like, you know, something like, I don't know, a gummy tiny child form, you know,
0: or a gummy deed to gummy land or like a gummy cigar, you know, a gummy watch, like a gummy nice, like a, like a watch that you would call a chronometer, you know,
1: yeah. like, like yeah, dudes really would talk nice... about on
0: a podcast that's just insufferable. Well, unlike yeah, this podcast, yeah. which is only mildly
1: insufferable because we don't talk about chronometers. If you had to choose between this podcast and a podcast that's just plain water, well, ours is only slightly. Are you calling us a sparkling
0: podcast? Are you saying we're an effervescent <laughs> podcast? I'm trying. I love this. I like that. I like your. Uh, I like your attitude about us. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. I. I think it's fascinating when. Look, we know that there should theoretically be a reason. For everything biologically, physiologically that we do and we like. We understand that. But it's just, it's so funny to me that, like, I always love when we find one simple thing and we're just like, well, we don't know why. There's no, know, there's no probable reason for what, like, we, there's nothing survival wise why we would need this. Yes. It's fascinating to me,
1: not only because we have all, every single person listening to this has experienced the sour taste. Either likes it or doesn't, and maybe sometimes doesn't, sometimes doesn't. I love that this thing that is ubiquitous and familiar—we literally don't have any understanding of why it would be part of our physiology. But there's even another layer, which says it's across all vertebrate species that we know about. So it's 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 not even it's not even like, well, it's a weird thing in humans. It's a weird thing that is constant and should not exist if it wasn't essential so is it essential and if so why is it essential it's such a cool paradox i think
0: and if so should i be should i be sucking on lemons like a fucking like the british navy am i getting enough of the sour you suck a lemon man i think i'm not there's
1: one thing you should take away from this conversation let's go suck on a lemon go suck on a lemon yeah uh
0: hey everyone Do you enjoy exploring these, the deep, dark mysteries of the universe?
1: Would you purchase a gummy deed or stock
0: option? (laughs) Then perhaps you would like to point your money in an even better direction, some would say. (laughs) And that's at our Patreon, patreon.com slash we have concerns. You know, have you heard an ad on this podcast lately? No.
1: No. And by lately, you mean in the last. 14 years. I don't know how long we've been doing this. I don't know. It's been 83 years.
0: We've done like two, I think. And let me tell you something. We don't need to. If you head to patreon.com
1: slash we have concerns. You are our life's blood, dear listener. You. So take it upon yourself. Give us a a shiny dollar. One dollar a month is all we ask. Uh, you can give us more and you get more stuff with $1. You get access to our cool discord with cool folks doing cool things and talking about cool stuff. That sounds you cool. You want to be part of that community. It's cool.
0: Uh, but if, it's as cool. you give more, you get, uh, you get more including bonus episodes, bonus audio, uh, all kinds of wonderful, amazing things up to early episodes. You get them before anybody else. You get a little secret. Vigis.
1: You got videos. I, I posted a video last week.
0: Hey. It was, it
1: was so, so fun. Get it, get in on oh. that.
0: Patreon dot com slash we have concerns. Speaking of videos, it's my week for videos, and uh, you were talking about how uh, you don't enjoy meat water. What if I told you there's something innately enjoyable about meat water, and I'm going to talk about it on an extra video this week? Ooh, that's what we call in the business. Tease. I was going to say that's what in the business we call synergy, because it actually was it actually was submitted by Synergy Mansfield. This story about the Synergy Mansfield about the yeah baby about the juice the meat juice. Uh, But there is. Uh, there is some, uh, some other science news that I'd like to talk to you about. And it's about the brain, Jeff. Ooh, that's my
1: second favorite organ. What's your first? I'm a heart guy. I'm a heart guy. I was was going to do the, uh, yeah, I was going to do the, uh.
0: see the way I set you up for it? Just like I set you up for a Brando? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was good.
0: Look, uh, I got to say, I think the, I think the liver doesn't get enough dew
1: Mm. I think why because of all the hard work the liver does and we mistreat the liver in such uh, selfish ways. Shocked that my liver is still with me after my youth yeah.
0: shocked after the way I treated my liver. liver. Um, I'm a big fan yeah. of kidneys too for similar reason. I just like anything that processes.
1: Well, my kidney, you know, I, I tell you, I I had a, I had a stone recently. Did we talk about that? We did talk about it a little bit. Yeah. It was not pleasant. No, I. So, you know, me and my kidney have a, have a love hate. Sure.
0: I think that was just your kidney letting you know to treat it better.
1: That's probably true.
0: i say, was it all the mineral water?
1: (laughs) All that mineral water I've been drinking? Yeah. You drink, it because you drink so much mineral water
0: water and it, it was sediment.
1: Yeah. If uh, I, what I say, if I, if my, if I can't chew my water, I don't want to drink it. You Uh, know what I'm saying? It's not crunchy. It's not going in. I was actually told at one point to stop drinking
0: mineral water. When I was, when I was working at the, uh, when I was working at that Italian restaurant, I went in for a checkup and my doctor's like, yo, you can't drink all that mineral water all day, every day. I was like, that's what, that's what they do in Italy. (laughs) He's like, no, it's not. I was like, well, that's what the Italian guys at work do. He's like, they're gonna get kidney stones.
1: Dude, you do not want a kidney stone. Let me tell you from experience. Oh, uh, you can't not tell fun.
0: me what I want and what I don't want. I'll get a kidney stone if I want to. This is a new study that was published in. That uh, was published in PNAS. Oh no! Sorry, I'm so sorry. This was the this was Nature Reviews Neuroscience.
1: I always get the oh. two mixed up.
0: Yeah, it's a common mistake, you know. I apologize to the fine, to the fine people at both places. Uh, this was N-R-N-S. sent in by uh, Greg the Cookie Crumbless. Whoa, the cookie. The coo- back at it. The cookie's back. Uh, yeah. I think one of the things that we have been talking about is over the last couple of years, uh, the last couple of years have been doing some changes to our brains. And we're all a little worried mm. about our brains. We all feel like maybe we're a little more scatterbrained. Maybe we're a little more forgetful than we were. Maybe we just don't have it together the way we used to. Right?
1: Yeah. Um, Maybe I just want to sleep all day and and not get out of bed ever. ever. And not do anything for anyone. Just stay here and just keep the covers on. Yeah.
0: And the weird part of that is everybody else wants to, too, when it used to just be me. (laughs) So that's (laughs) strange. Uh, But no, we think about this a lot uh, about forgetfulness. And we... I'll tell you one thing we notice, we may forget things, but we notice when we forget things, which I think is the
1: true curse of forgetfulness. Isn't that so true? It, if we just, if you just, well, I mean, I guess that's, that's dementia, right? Is, is not knowing that you don't know. Well, I think
0: total forgetfulness, like if you totally forget something, uh, it would be like, oh man, I know I read something about that. It would just be Hey, I want to tell you about this thing. Oh, that sounds cool. You know what I mean? Like that would be total forgetfulness as opposed to, oh, I heard something about that. What did I hear? Uh, The curse of forgetfulness is that we do, we do know that we forgot. remember
1: that you used to know.
0: Yeah. Uh, And it becomes worrying, right? Like we're just like, oh, have I always been this forgetful? Is this, is this age? Is this stress? Well, according to this, uh, this new study in Nature Reviews Neuroscience, we actually are not as forgetful as we think we are. We have not forgotten huh. all of the things that we think we have forgotten.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. So we're, you're saying that the, this, this article is claiming that the things we think we forgot we never knew in the first place or we actually do know and we just don't know we know don't even understand what I'm saying at this point. Yeah, you sound real dumb. Let me explain this to you. (laughs) Uh, Basically,
0: we've talked about this before. You are getting so much sensory input all the time. And it's your brain's job to filter that sensory input. You're seeing, right now you're looking at the screen, but you're also seeing things in your peripheral vision. You're seeing things all around you. And your brain is just like, Nah, but what we're really looking at is the screen. Right. Because we have to, we have to whittle down all the information that's coming in at all times. Okay. Uh, Because there's more stimuli than we could possibly ever pay attention to. We couldn't, we, and even if we could, we couldn't remember it accurately, even minutes later, like we're seconds later. We've also talked about how forgetting things is kind of a natural mechanism of the brain. Like, we need to dump old information or useless right. information. Yeah. Uh, although it seems like my brain never dumps useless information. <laughs> my, brain will, my brain will recite the land before time from beginning to end.
1: That's stupid I think that's brain. It's just, just a misunderstanding of what's useful. That's all that is. Thank you. That's what
0: I've been trying to tell everyone my entire life. Uh, yeah. Sure, I forgot the responsibilities of my job. But yeah. it's very important that I can quote the Princess Bride from beginning to end. <laughs> That's going to come up. Exactly. Don't think Importance. it won't. Uh, so forgetting some things is important. We need to dump them. There's, there's only a finite space for information. And then, and then there's a third thing that we've talked about before, but it turns out we did not understand how important this is and how much this is happening, which is the brain promotes access to specific memories. The brain keeps the most useful stuff that you need to remember
1: in the most accessible and reachable places. Right. Because you'll never know when you need to quote Princess Bride. So you got to keep it right there on the ready. Yeah. Because what if somebody walks up to you on the street and is like,
0: what about the, R- the-, like, the ROUSs <laughs> Exactly. And you say, rodents of yes. unusual size? I don't believe they exist. And they're like, here's
1: $10,000. <laughs> you got that quote right.
0: And that person was Rob Reiner. He does
1: that, by the he way. He does that. That's called getting reiner You got reiner is what they
0: say. It, you might remember it from, it came on right after Cash Cab on Discovery for a while. <laughs> And Reiner would walk around, and he would ask you, you know, all kinds of things about the Princess Reiner Bride, movies.
1: and uh, yeah, and no, he'd come up and be like, and "Archie Bunker, can you can you handle the truth?" <laughs> and you'll say, "No, I, you can't handle the truth." And he'd
0: give you ten thousand dollars right there. Yeah, right there. Uh, if only we remembered some of the science stuff we talked about as much as some of this other garbage. Oh, um, man,
1: I could literally do the 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 Nicholson uh, speech from that movie right now for no reason do it, coward. No, don't do it. You can't it. <laughs> handle the truth. We live in a world that's surrounded by walls. Who's going to guard those walls? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? Sorry, I don't know. I don't even, the, uh, the most you unbelievable thing... You need me on that
0: wall. Sorry. The most unbelievable thing about this about that movie was Tom Cruise playing a game a guy named Weinberg. <laughs> me and my family were sitting in the audience and we didn't believe it for a second. Um... <laughs> So here's the thing. Your brain keeps the most important information, the most accessible. We know that. We've talked about that. But Jeff, think about the flip side of that. Your brain keeps the most unimportant information, the least accessible. You haven't forgotten it. That's why if you sit for a minute and you go, oh, that guy's name, that guy's name, that guy's name, your Mm, brain will eventually give it to you. You are locking Maybe less
1: and less so, but yeah. Yeah,
0: but you are locking certain information deeper down because fuck that information.
1: Right. Yeah. So
0: what this a summary of this study, which was done by Trinity College in Dublin, says rather than being a bug, forgetting is a functional feature of the brain. It allows you to interact dynamically with your environment. Forgetting some things are beneficial.
1: It's optimization, right? It's optimization. Right? optimization. It's yeah, it's, it's streamlining your, your knowledge base to what is most useful. But I, I kind of don't buy that because I think that there's an element of that. But like you said, there's a whole bunch of stuff that seemed to me immediately accessible that is not useful in my environment.
0: Well, one of the things that, uh, one of the natural progressions that they go to in this study or that they talk about a little bit is the idea of uh, traumatic memories. Avoidant right. memories, things like that,
1: things that would actually. The time that Rob Reiner came up to you on the street and accosted you, and asking I, you how to, to to quote his movies, and I
0: cu- I couldn't remember. It was the one time it's I traumatic. could not remember a line from the this Princess meathead Bride coming right at he, you, high speed, just came, yelling, came right at me that meathead, yelling as you wish, as loud as he can. Yeah, he was like, "Tell," he's like, "Tell me about Green M and M's," and I was like, "Fuck!" When was the last time I watched Spinal Tap? <laughs> uh, beat them to death with their own shoes, and he's like, mm, "I'll give you five k for that," because that's where the bit ends. So, the idea of this is certain things that you remember that could actually co- that could actually be less useful to you or cause you to make worse decisions. There are parts of your brain that know that and go, "Uh, uh, 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 let's put that away." Mm. And, you know, that's a natural defense mechanism. Of course, things like trauma and PTSD are when that mechanism is taken too far. But this is, right. this is that if you downscale it for every day, right? We think of those things in the most traumatic versions of them. But from day to day, it could be like, man, I don't remember that guy's name because I don't need to remember that guy's name. And actually, I don't like dealing with that guy. So I don't want to think about so, that guy.
1: So you're telling me that my brain doesn't think I should leave the house So it forgot where I put the car keys. Yeah. Maybe. It's like, you know what? I'm going to keep you in today. You know what? You have no idea where you put the car keys or your wallet for that matter. I know exactly where the switch is. (laughs) You want to play that Arceus? I know exactly where the Tostitos pizza rolls are. I know where the
0: pizza rolls are. (laughs) And I remember where Pokemon Arceus are. What's up?
1: I remember where all the good are. Where yeah, do you but I need go? to go? I need to leave the house. I need to go out and do things that are no. But dog, you don't know where your car keys are. Dog,
0: you'll never find them. <laughs> you'll never find them. Um, so that's the thing. Is like if memories are gained in circumstances, this is what they say. If memories are gained in circumstances that are not wholly relevant to the current environment, uh, forgetting them can be a positive change that improves our well-being. So. Uh, you don't want the wrong stuff popping into your head at the wrong moment. So your brain is like, eh, that yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, of course these things still happen because your brain isn't perfect. You know? Uh, I'll right. be in a stressful situation and what'll pop into my head, I mean, maybe the lyrics to Haircut 100's Love Plus One. That weird yeah. song from the end
1: of seven. Not useful. Not it's useful. not
0: useful to sing Hungry Like the
1: Wolf right <laughs> now. Good. When the cop is asking for your license and registration. Not
0: useful. It's not useful. Uh, you shouldn't know that. Uh, <laughs> you should be able to find your license and registration. Uh, so that's the idea here. Uh, you know, they're not. It's interesting. Memories
1: aren't lost. They're made inaccessible. And, and I think. to so optimize, so optimize. Yeah. It, it, it is. But it doesn't feel like optimization. It feels like a bug. It feels like. Hey, I, when I want to be, to, to reach outside of the particular circumstances I'm in and recall that person from third grade that said that thing that isn't useful in this moment, but I kind of want to know right now, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like I'm optimized for what I need to know right now. It feels like I'm unable to access Everything that I want to access. Well,
0: even if you remember that guy's name from third grade, what, where is what is the usefulness? What do you get out of it? Right, like that's that's why your brain puts it away, is because yeah, there might be a random memory that you have one day, and you're like, oh, I wish I could remember the name of the kid whose mom made him an ornate Ghostbusters firehouse out of cardboard because the Ghostbusters playhouse was so expensive. Uh, Thomas Paracone, his name was Tommy Paracone. I remember that now. <laughs> but like, if I couldn't remember Tommy, that, listening, right in, Tommy. What up? Right, but if I couldn't remember Tommy's name, that wouldn't be because. Oh no! Here I am in a moment where Tommy's name is useful, and my brain's not retrieving useful information. Retrieving that memory is just useful for an anecdote, or because I want to. There is no right. actual use for it right now. You know what I mean? But it is.
1: But it is useful. Like it is useful. I mean, that's my dumb brain. Shut up, brain. It is useful. Sure. I want, to, I want it right now. It's in there. Give it me. Well, Give it me.
0: And that's what uh, the co-authors of this study say is like, now that we know that these things are mostly locked away, or theoretically, most of these things still exist, but they're locked away, this could be reversible. If we find Very out the mechanisms by which this is happening and which retrieval is the easiest, we could potentially come up with a way to instantly recall information that is stuck deep in the brain.
1: Love that. Love that. Give that to me. I'll take that pill. You could, you could Bradley wonder, Cooper this shit. I want to Bradley Cooper. It's so hard, you know.
0: By which but, I mean Rocket Raccoon.
1: Oh, I was thinking um, befriending Lady Gaga and turning her into a folk megastar. Right,
0: right. Right, yeah, no. Yours is right. That
1: one. Mine was wrong. <laughs> I uh, I wonder though if that was accomplishable. If we, if the like the first first person who took that pill would be like, no, I get it. I understand why the brain does this. I get it. I understand it's too much.
0: Well, it's funny if you talk to people, uh, interviews with people with like eidetic memories, like the people who are like, hey, what'd you have for lunch on June twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two. They'd be like, right. well, June 25th, 1992, I was, that was a Thursday. I was in school. I, uh, it was a Thursday, which means it wasn't a Friday. So I didn't buy my lunch. So I had a turkey sandwich cause it was a Thursday. And I remember the turkey sandwich cause my mom didn't give me uh applesauce that day. Like there are people that can do that yeah. and they describe right. it as actually being not a nightmare, but like, cause they don't know any other way to be, but they're right. like, yeah, I have noticed that sometimes it's, it takes longer for me to do things or, I'm slower at stuff because I'm just sifting through so much.
1: Yeah, Uh, which I I mean, I think that would be interesting if if it's like your brain is optimized for this by literally taking things away from you. I wonder if we were like, oh no, brain, I want it back. I figured out science has figured out a way to give it to me back. If we would go like, no, you know what, evolution was right.
0: Oh, it's a oh, (laughs) it's a hundred percent a monkey paw, dude. It's a monkey's paw situation for sure. I know there's a lot of stuff. Look. I have whole swaths of things that are gone that should be gone. Do you know what I mean? It's fine sure. that they're gone. Yeah, it's fine, and uh, and I think I think that's totally okay. Is would it be neat if there was a way to like turn this up and down like a knob, like a dial? Yeah, you know, yeah. and just get access like to this a one little goes more. To Eleven. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like ten thousand dollars. There you go. That's for you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Reiner. Um,
0: (laughs) So like, but I think about this because I, I have anxiety. I take medication for anxiety and I definitely, I definitely remember more stuff when I take my medication because I'm not high strung all the time. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like there's stuff that my brain is pushing away
1: because it's worried. I think. I think yeah I think this is this is also an explanation for that phenomenon that I certainly experience and I know lots of people do where you're like you know I can watch the jeopardy on TV and I'm like oh I got that one oh I got that one oh I got that one but if I were on the jeopardy mm. or at the the trivia night yeah you know and it, it and the the white hot spotlights on me to answer the question all of a sudden I come up blank because your brain is like optimizing for a completely different set of circumstances which are like What's my hands doing what you know what, what, what you know it, you are under this pressure so your brain is optimizing for a completely different circumstance rather than being relaxed and just open to recalling these facts, you know yeah, I crush at trivia night do you I do I wish i did i I feel like i'm 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 good at it you know like i said in in moments where I don't have to be, but if i'm if i we used to play. Trivia games all the time on, on the Totally Rad Show, and I would just always be awful at it. No. awful, awful, awful. Because i under pressure for some reason. I just I can see the person's face in my head or whatever. Yeah, but I can't get the name. Uh, you're gonna you're you know sports stuff, right?
0: Yeah, great. Yeah, we should do trivia. I need a sports guy.
1: I'm in, dude. I, need- I mean, can we do it? I'm I'm in Colorado. Yeah, but sure. But I mean, the next time we're in the
0: same place, we should find a trivia night.
1: Be so much fun. I
0: crush it, everything except for sports and geography. I'm bad at geography.
1: I'm pretty bad at geography as well. We need need a geography person. We
0: need to get a crew together.
1: Yeah, like uh, Ocean's Eleven of trivia. Yeah, like a big, big shot gangster
0: putting together a crew. Yeah,
1: Yeah. for one last job. And by job, we mean trivia night.
0: Hell yeah. Hey, everybody. (laughs) How's your memory? How you doing?
1: Yeah. Would you would you Would you want a, would you want a pill that could let you recall everything all at once?
0: Ooh, would you limitless? I don't think I would limitless. I know there's I w- more to I would limitless. Be tempted. I know limitless also lets him learn stuff and be smart. Like I think there's a lot more to the limitless, but the memory is part yeah. of the limitless, I don't like. I don't think I need that.
1: Would you just start singing and assume Lady Gaga was gonna come on stage and do the duet with you? I would Seems re- seems I would really
0: hold out my hand and uh, and wait for uh, wait for the wait for Jennifer Jennifer Hunger Games to take my hand <laughs> and and dance with me, dance our PTSD away, just like the movie Limitless. Uh, folks, <laughs> let us know uh, what you would do, especially. If you're on the, uh, the discord, there is of course the episode discussion channel where everybody hangs out. Uh, there was somebody posted a great, you remember we were talking last week about what the difference between an astronomer and astrophysicist is. Yes. Somebody posted a great graphic of one of those mobile game ads that says like level one and
1: level 50 job level 50. I'm looking at it right now astronomer and then astrophysicist. Yeah, jo- it's so good. Yeah, it's, a like a, it's, it's like
0: a dirty wizard and then like level 50 is an astrophysicist. And it's like, it's like this total yeah. of beautiful, like robes and everything. It's very good. Uh, if you want to see stuff There's like freighter,
1: that. Sorry, Freighter posted that. I just want to give credit to Freighter. Very, very cool. Freighter said astrophysicist is an advanced class. So you can do a quest to become one after reaching job level 50 astronomer. <laughs> I very love cool. that.
0: I love that. Uh, so that's the stuff you're missing if you're not in the Discord. Check it out. Uh, it's just a dollar a month or more. Patreon.com slash we have concerns. And we'll see you next week.